Welcome to our next adventure with Chemology 411, a podcast about anything and everything. Kim and her guests will take you behind the scenes, behind the story, or behind the bar. So sit back, make sure your seatbelt is fastened, tray table in its upright position, all carry-ons stored under the seats. But for this adventure, electronic devices must remain on as we are ready to take off on our next adventure, introducing Kim Schultz and Kimology 411. Hi, everyone, and welcome to Season 4, Episode 166. You're hearing weird noises. Good Lord. This evening, we're going to be talking about Ticketmaster, fees, Live Nation, um, the before and the after the computers, trying to get concert tickets, just a bunch of stuff like that. I am Kim Schultz, and I'm your venture coordinator for this show. Let's say hi to my co-host, Tyson Harley. So funny you mentioned Ticketmaster. I'm wearing my Def Leppard tank top. Yeah. So, yeah, it's like rock on. Now, Beavis and Butthead. Did you have a good Thanksgiving? Thanksgiving was really good. I, I think I got a good kind of balance of rest and relaxation versus productivity. Spending time down at my mother's and uh, spending time up here. So, yeah, I had a good Thanksgiving. And I didn't eat way, way, way too much. Uh, Solve some problems for my mother. You know, whenever whenever your elderly parent has a computer problem and you're three hours away, <laughs> so I have figured out how I can now help her computer stuff. Good. Thanks to a little bit of help from, from you. I know I asked you the question. Started it that way. Finished with another solution, but without the thing that you said, I wouldn't have quite got it because i was trying to do it in two or three hours that day so yeah good thanksgiving what about you um yeah our thanksgiving was good frank didn't make it back so we actually took the weekend my mom and my brother i was wondering about that That they had shows i mean they did shows the day before and the day after well around then you said hey we got to go to branson and and i'm and but you said this weekend for some reason i'm like well surely she doesn't mean like Friday after Thanksgiving because why wouldn't she have just already gone? And I'm not saying that was definitely illogical, but for whatever reason, I'm like, I wonder if she actually meant this weekend or next weekend. And then, of course, I found out that you did go down to Branson that very weekend. Yeah, we did. We went down and um, we saw two shows. Um, We saw Six the Show, which is uh, includes, it's kind of like a pentatonics concert that people would know. It's got six brothers from a family of 10 boys and they perform so it's a family and it was a really good show they did the normal show the first part and then they turned it over to christmas the second half it had comedy it had it kind of reminded me of the it kind of reminded me of the shows that we do with my family, because you've got that sibling kind of humor. You said all ten boys. There's six of the and ten. And there was ten boys. Ten boys in what the family. What are the odds? I mean, yeah. it's pretty obvious. It's really yeah. It's just I one guess, half times one half yeah. times one half times one half times. That's yeah. That's ten crazy. boys, and uh, it was a really really good show. So you go to Branson, do that one. But the reason we went down there is because um, Rick um, Thomas. Uh, a friend of mine, my brother does his lights and sound. He put together with his wife and some other people a Christmas show. And it had 
the um, Letterman's. It had um, the cow's gills, cow's, cow gills. So these are uh, current. Uh, they're they're Brandon, older. Branson they're older. Apps, no, but. no, no. Actually, they came in. They're not. They're not from Branson. They came uh. in. Um, and um, I'm trying to think of the other one. It's been a while that we've been down That's there. That's cool. So they the, had those so the, contacts. And... Um, so the one girl that was in the show, she was on America's Got Talent with her brothers. And she was amazing. Funny story. My mother was in an overly talkative mood. Um, Not your mother. Oh, my gosh. Yes. My mother. And... Um, So when we were sitting down, we were in Roque for Kim, the cool kids, at the theater, and some people walked in to um, uh, sit down. And the the there's like three people walked in, and then this this young man walked in, and then uh, this older gentleman, like my age, walked in and goes. Oh, excuse me. I'm sorry. And my mom said, no, you're not. And he kind of looked at her and starts laughing, you know, starts starts laughing. And so he sits down. Well, the young man was like, oh, I have to sit right next to my mother. But the whole the whole line is just for comp tickets. So like he goes, I'm going to give you some room and we can just sit. We can put our coats on this chair. So he kind of scoots down. So my mom is talking to these people and just harassing them. And then this the older couple behind us from (laughs) Florida, they start talking. We have such a good time. They're all talking. And um comes to find out that the young man is engaged to one of the one of the singers in um the uh and i'm trying to think of i'm so sad that i cannot come up i'm looking for the name because i don't want to say it wrong is what i don't want to say um but she, her and her brothers were in like Sound of Glory or something like that. The band, it's like Nadia Cole. That's who it was. Sorry, I had to look that up. It's been, it's been a long time. It's been a long, long week so far. Um, and her and her two brothers were actually uh, in a band or in a group where they sang down in Branson. And now she is in Tennessee. Well, the funny thing about it is, is... Christopher's sitting here telling me, you know, like, you know, you know who mom is talking to? And I'm thinking, I I don't know. And she's like, he, so he's like looking up on his phone and he shows me a picture of this singer songwriter, singer songwriter guy. And I'm like, what are you talking about? And he's, she's like, he's like, yeah, um, that's Billy Yates. He is, um, like a big time writer, singer, hmm. like, and he's just as nice as can be. You can tell he's from Tennessee. He's got the accent. Well, his son is engaged to Nadia. So what? we're in that same row. And then afterwards we went, after the show, a beautiful show. If you get down to Branson um, in 2022, I don't, 2023 will be different, but 2022, this is a show you have to see. It was spectacular. Dancers, magic, singing, comedy it was everything it was fantastic um and then after that we went out to the bar 
and hung out with all of them. And there was karaoke. Yeah, I didn't do karaoke when you've got Grammy Award <laughs> or Grammy people and all these big stars getting up there and singing like Whitney Houston and kicking ass. I was like, mm, that's going to be a no for me. Yeah, I mean, it's acapella. It's not even like it's good singers who are kind of helped by instrumental so you know they can sing so no, these, they do not, acapella. that's that's friday night we're on the christmas show the christmas show is just oh, singers okay, the, the friday was the six these are just an actual christmas show with music gotcha and, and um so it was real it was actually a really really good show um and and we had a good we had a really good time down there uh so yeah so thanksgiving was good uh and Ten boys in a row, one one in one thousand twenty-four. One in one thousand twenty-four odds. Oh. If you were to have ten if you were to have ten kids. Yeah. Well, ten boys. Crazy. Can you imagine I, I can't even imagine. And they all had different personalities too. Like they all looked exa- totally different. They all had different personalities. And that was six that we saw that one on. Can you imagine like Friday. just being the one sister in that group? You'd feel like the most protected sister oh my gosh yeah (laughs) yeah definitely and um we went it was this is kind of a weird thing that happened we were so my brother lives down there and he's actually getting a new roommate in december because um his current roommate one of the dancers is actually going back home to italy or something like that so my mom and i went down sunday before we went to go meet frank for a late or a late brunch kind of a thing and went down to go get something to eat so she could take her medicine. And there were two ladies in there. And the ladies said to us, are you here to see any shows? And I said, oh, yeah, we've already seen two shows. And she goes, oh, yeah, so did we. We saw a show last night. And I said, which one did you see? And she goes, oh, we went to the Andy Williams Theater with that Rick Thomas's Christmas show. I go, really? I said, I am Rick Thomas's accountant and my brother, Frank, does the lights and sound. And she looked at me and she goes, Frank? And I was like, yeah. And she goes, my son Lucas is getting ready to um, move in, like be his roommate. And I said, and and she goes, and you know, I was wondering, like, is he, do you know this man that you're moving in with? Because this is like a 20-year-old kid. Have, you know, like, are you, are you comfortable with him? Right. And my mother goes, oh, he's really nice. Well, what's a mother going to say? I looked at it, I said, don't let her fool you. He's a pain in the ass. <laughs> she started laughing. So we talked to them, and I thought, what is the situation? She must have really been kind of worried about her kid. And I think that gave her the comfort, like, all right, this yeah. family's kind of cool. I've met the mom. I've met the sister. You know, like, they're they're, they're 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 good people. But I mean, I thought a that little was bit weird. of a weird coincidence. It is, it, weird. Well, the thing about it is, is you know how many hotels are in Branson, Missouri? And we were staying at the Ozark Valley Inn, which is my favorite little off the off the beaten pass hotel. Right. They stayed at the exact same hotel and went down to eat breakfast at, at the, the exact same time. Same time. So did it sound crazy. like he was maybe a a new to town performer? He, he's fellow? he's a dancer in the show. The in, new guy he, is too. Yeah, okay. yeah. So he's in the he's in there Rick's show. So yeah, I I thought that was I thought that was awesome, but yeah. All right, well, I don't think there's anything else that's really going on this week except work and being cold outside. Yeah, finally finally cold here in the Sunflower State. I think when I say cold, I mean, again, if you've listened to our podcast, it doesn't get really bad and 
this part of Kansas until January usually consistently, but we're right now in hard freezes overnight. Yeah. And you can feel yeah. it you can feel it during the day even with the sun's out. It's like, okay, this is a little bit chilly even though the sun's out. Right. But it, it wasn't windy. Tomorrow's supposed to be it's supposed to be cold overnight then southern wind. And that's the other thing odd thing that happens in Kansas and probably some other states more. With the you know, the winters have been warmer, it seems like. Remember last year in the middle of December is when I got the massive windstorm at my house. Yeah. Like it was a flipping April or May, you know, thunderstorm type of a shower. Just, I think it was a very quick shower, but it was just that windstorm. That's where I, I almost thought I might be in the middle of a tornado and went and hid. Right. And I ended up having to replace my roof. So tomorrow we're going to get just southerly winds gusting. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, I mean, not really, really bad, not like 40 and 50, but it happens in this part of the country where it'll be cold, then all of a sudden the southern winds will come in and it'll be 30 degrees warmer on what was a cool day. started out at 54 yesterday morning and then dropped to 30 within like the two day. hours. Like, yeah, and then it was tomorrow like... it's going the opposite direction. I mean, yeah. I imagine it'll be a regular warm-up, but right. I think it's supposed to be in the 50s tomorrow. Yeah. Well, I had seen, this is a while back, when Taylor Swift's tickets went on sale um, and Ticketmaster crashed, which I think that's just hilarious to me. Because you know how many concerts sell out in a day? How does your system crash? Surely that's not just a, oh my gosh. Yeah. It, it's going to be such a concert, guys. You can't miss it. Our whole system crashed. Is that what you mean? Like you're, Yeah, the whole system crashed, and they were like, sorry, lot. you can't buy tickets right now because we crashed our system. And then, of course, Taylor added an entire second concert at Arrowhead Stadium. Um, and I'm like, okay, I don't know how many. Well, I don't know why there's so many people how around How much money here. has she made, man? I don't know. She's she's <laughs> She's making a lot. But anyway, so we've got these, we've got these, um, we've got these third party, we've got, oh, not third party, we've got these people out there that have basically the monopoly on this Live Nation crap. There's really kind of like, it's back in the old Southwestern Bell Day where you've got like one central place that everybody kind of has to use. And I'm really shocked that we still allow that to happen. But we also have a lot of different ticket people out there. And to me, okay, so I don't know if people know this, but like you can go on and look at orbits for like, um, to go into orbits or different places to look for like flights or hotel rooms. My ex-husband installed cables and stuff there for their computer. And he's like, did you know that like there's three different companies? And I'm just I'm just saying, um, I don't know if these are all together or not, but like Expedia, Orbit, whatever. He's like, they're all in one room. They're all one company. And they basically f- fake you out to believe that you have all these options. Well, with Ticketmaster, there's a lot of different places that you can buy tickets from. First of all, how do you, how can somebody sell you a ticket to a concert that hasn't even gone on sale yet? That's a little odd to me. How did they get the tickets? And why do we have, why when you do a $100 concert, are you paying $40 in fees? We now have made it to where it's it's basically so unaffordable that you can't you can't even get around those kind of fees. 
uh, we have Ticketmaster in Topeka at Topeka Performing Arts Center. But if you go there, you don't have to pay any of the fees. Right. They just do it on their computer. They get you the tickets, and you get the Ticketmaster ticket, but you don't have to pay the Ticketmaster fees. But yet, if you want to go to the Sprint Center or... $40 for what? I mean, yeah. I mean, who's Sprint... Are, is someone sprinting your, your ticket, you know, yeah. to the nearest post office? And a office? lot of them are just basically <laughs> a, a digital ticket. They're not even mailing anything to you anymore. Right. And they break it down into, like, five different fees, you know, like... And they're acting as if they have all these different fees on there. Uh, And so that's what kind of pissed me off about all these little hidden fees and how much money we're making. But the Justice Department is investigating them for an antitrust investigation, trying to figure out if they actually um, have been doing something, doing something wrong, which... Um, I guess we'll wait and see. Yeah, but I, mean, I, I, I figure the you know the facts are there, so it's a, it's a decision of it's just now then it's, or what decision they're going to make because imagine whatever facts they need are pretty wide in the open as right. the monopoly or not. So what I wanted to talk more about is um, that's all happening, but I wanted to kind of remind the people that are listening to this how it used to be, how we used to buy tickets, and how you would call on the phone and call on the phone and the phone was busy and then you literally would talk to somebody on the phone or or you would go stand in line at the venue and you'd sleep there all night long like like the third the the thanksgiving black friday stuff people would get take tents i mean it used to be an event just to get the tickets and now we've lost all of that and we've added what they call ease but they also call scammers um, third-party sales there was no time when you went and if let's say you went to go watch poison or molly hatchet or whoever would be in concert back in the 80s you would buy your tickets the only way to sell the tickets would be through like friends or you could put them in the newspaper and you could sell them in the sales section of the newspaper. And at some point, scalping, which that would be considered scalping if you charge more than the face value, was illegal in some places and it was legal in other places. Because I remember um, yep. when I, it was 1990 and they, my, they were selling... They were selling um, Rolling Stones tickets in the paper, and they were selling um, a case of 12 pencils for $250, and you got two free Rolling Stones tickets. Way That's get, how they got away to get around it. the loophole. So, so question then, are you saying that the secondhand sales, are you implying or saying directly that secondhand sales might really just be part of the the initial working and company because you said something like how are they available almost immediately right right i i honestly believe if you if they look into this i believe that they've got some sub they have to have some sub companies that are pretending to be like third party but they're not and there's and it's a complete different company but i believe live nation has more than one i could be wrong i don't know not very often has more than one what 
more than one uh, ticket distributors does not Ticketmaster. They probably, you know, we've got we've got um, SeatGeek or whatever. You've got StubHub. Uh-huh. You've got all those different ones that I could have gone on and bought tickets at, before they're even sold unsold. It's like, how does that even work? And it all, but it, it appears as though it's a third party. It transaction. appears that it is because it's not through Ticketmaster. But that's kind of what I'm hoping that they look into because those tickets are $500 instead of 250 Those tickets right now that they're selling, are there's some of them that are like $3,000, $5,000. To me, I say we don't buy any tickets until they figure out how we can get reasonable tickets because you can... I just, I just don't understand as a performer, as a performer... How do you feel that you sell your tickets for 150 bucks a piece, and then you've got 20% of them being sold for $5,000 a piece? And these people are making money off of your concert, and we're not stopping it. So why are we not stopping that? And so one of the brouhaha's was the idea of bots somehow getting mm-hmm. in the middle of it. So do you think that that is just a way like a third company could potentially go you know what we're going to throw throw bots at this but we're going to get a few tickets and because we did buy some tickets and the bots clogged up everything else it means the tickets we do have are worth more on the secondary market yeah because that could be part of it because they're talking about bots um maybe being a part of the uh, problem when when tickets went on sale so you had to go through and be verified first so you had to you had to once you got in online then you went through a whole process and to be verified so your email your cell phone all that kind of stuff had to be verified and people were people that were waiting online just to get verified for an hour once they got verified they hit the button and then they would the whole thing would crash They'd have, they would have lost it all. Now, I know some people that got tickets um, through Ticketmaster, and they're still, I don't, I, don't, I don't know. I just, I really don't understand with the way our world works that they're allowed to do that. And I remember, do you remember back when Taylor Swift did a concert and you had to, you had to, the only way you could get tickets is if you purchased something like a CD or something for like $5, you had to go in and then they gave you a code and then you had to use that code to get your tickets. Um, And they were trying to eliminate all of the third party sellers. She tried to do something like that. And I just think that it's more along the lines of if you wanna be at this venue, you have to use Ticketmaster. And I wouldn't be sad to see them come in and say, all right, we're gonna we're gonna regulate this a little bit different and as for like the third party tickets if you buy the tickets i think that you need to it needs to be attached to your id and you're stuck with them if you want to sell them if you want to sell them then there should be a pain in the ass way for you to have to go in to sell them to convert them to another id picture to where when you show up your id shows up meaning the seller 
who bought them to begin with now is trying to uh, the, third party sell. Yeah, the sell this the so you so those people so, couldn't do it because they wouldn't be able to attach. Like the if picture. Kim was trying to resell, there's no way anybody then then everybody knows that it's always it was Kim who bought the original ones and Kim who has right. them now. Right. You can't suddenly now look like her. It's Igor trying yeah. to resell it. And so when you have the tickets or whatever, it needs to. It, there's you know there's there's got to be something. There's I a New York of. State law that tried to address this and they were trying to address along the lines of uh, banning hidden fees and uh, boosting fines for scalper bots so there's your ban hidden fees and then uh, several months later one uh, I think a state senator yeah state senator says there's a lot of non-compliance there no question about it there's no gray area here it's black and white I think the uh, Ticket services are testing the boundaries of what they can get away with. A statute doesn't provide for leeway. Either you're showing all in prices or you're disclosing the face value prices or you're not. So Right. I think I what I think is when you go to buy your tickets, I think the price you see should be the price you pay, and I don't fucking care what fees you put in there. If it says $189, I want to pay $189 for the ticket. It can be that it's that's several uh, uh, screens later you're paying 250. Yeah, Ticket sellers are required to show fees up front rather than hide them at the end of a purchase. And resellers are required to disclose a ticket's original face value so consumers can see how much the prices are getting jacked up. But they're still getting jacked up. They're still getting jacked up. Is that New York only? Like that's their little... Yeah, I don't know how many are addressing it. This particular example is that New, New York. York did it. Yeah. I just think it needs to be it needs to be looked at because like if you go to the expo center back in the day and you would go buy a, a five dollar or a ten dollar roadrunner ticket you ended up paying like it's for the five dollar ticket you'd pay like nine bucks because you had four dollars in fees on it you had the i mean and like four different fees it's like they're not five dollar tickets now if you went to the box office you could order the tickets you'd pay five dollars but if you went online for the convenience you would pay the four dollars yeah you're talking quote convenience fees that are 30 and 40 percent sometimes yeah it's absolutely, it's absolutely ridiculous, and people are making a lot of money, which keeps people like me from going to places because I can't afford to to do like. There's a lot of concerts I want to look at, and they're like, oh yeah, like now they're the average ticket to go get a not even the best seat is like 150, they're 200 dollars. Talking about Shania Twain. I mean, since when has that been head? This the, the the prices are huge for Shania Twain. Yeah. Hey, I appreciate Shania Twain, but she was also yeah. big twenty five years ago. Right. Uh, the same state senator. No, um, actually, no. The state the same state senator said that. Hey, even having to add, have to click an extra click just to see. Oh, what are the, all the added fees? That's they said. He said no. That's not. That's not the law either. Um, the state senator from New York said that even requiring a click to see the fees is against their law. I bet, bet it's, I bet Ticketmaster still does it, because if you go to look at it, unless it's going to pull up a screen that has everything on it, I guess my I, this I guess this goes back to um, even like we've talked about restaurants and stuff. Just give me mm-hmm. the flipping price. Like Europe, whenever Europeans come over, that's one of their first little. 
you know, jokey, jokey things about the U.S. Like, why don't you just, why did it just list the price? What do you mean I have more? Uh, But yeah, you're talking uh, the scalper bots exactly. They just buy them so quickly that then regular folks don't have access to the tickets. And then they can can scalp them at outrageous prices. So, yeah, that's interesting for sure. But I believe, but I do believe that this could be easily done. But why do they care? They're still getting their tickets sold. They're still getting their fees. And they don't flip and care if anybody goes to the goddamn concert, right? Nobody cares if the people show up or they resell the tickets. Yeah, Ticketmaster is, kind of is, the point is of the making artist, their right? <laughs> yeah. And so, you know, artists should be able to pick where they want to have their tickets sold. I don't need to have to go see all the other concerts. Like we so have our you, own ticketing. Yeah. We have our own ticketing software. My family does. We yeah. have that we have tried to put in multiple places, saving people tons of money, and it's done through your website. I, I I've seen this so many times. Like I was at a conference we mentioned here earlier this this uh, uh, late late summer, and many things can be done technologically by a small group that are pretty good, but they're just not every single bell and whistle is something that it's a whole company's worth right so that's a good example yeah um, but uh, yeah to your point if the scalper bots since they're hiking the prices so much it means that if they get let's say they scalp 50 tickets but they're hiking it so much that if they even sell 10 of those right they don't even really care if the last 40 resell yeah on the they scalp, don't care which means you got 40 less filled yeah. seats at the concert yeah. Which you think would be like, what do you mean well, it's sold out? Where are all my people? So what they do is they lowball them later. So they'll take them to the other sites. So th- some site you'll see it. And I can guarantee you this is happening because I'm not an oh. idiot. So they buy those 50 tickets and they put them over here on this site. And they sit there because concerts are in, you know, two or three months. They sit there and then they go through the inventory and they're like, all right, these aren't selling. So let's throw them over to this website that we own and people and we're going to lower the price down 40 percent. So the real ticket was 100. They're trying to sell it for 250 and now they're going to go sell it for 200 and people are going to be like, oh, my God, over here it was 250 It's only 200 here, and they're going to buy it. Don't tell me that doesn't happen. It reminds me of the whole idea of when people say, and there were laws about it, like in order to, uh, back when I was at Payless Retail Corporate, it was like, you can put on a sale price, but you have to have had... You have to have set a regular price for a period of time. Yeah. Uh, because you'd worry about that whole deceptiveness of whether it's a discount or not, and that's totally in line with the the, the deceptiveness, uh, a deception of whether it's a discount because you just added a massive price yourself, and then over here you make right. it a discount off of that price. So yeah, yeah, that's true. And also the I don't know exactly. This isn't totally up to speed because the article that I was just quoting is actually from earlier November. So I don't know if they've moved more on it or not. Oh, yeah. Well, I think that there's ways there's ways of you doing this um, and that we, we could stop all of that from happening. But I think there's people <laughs> making way wanting, too much yeah. money. They're making too much money off of it, and especially if you think about this. If you think about a company that says, okay, we're going to have this C company over here, and they're going to be selling the same tickets we're selling over here at, you know, through this other one, and we're going to make a lot more money on those tickets over there. I don't trust anybody in this world when Not it comes to Not if they're associated with each other especially. But they, don't but even, they, they could be associated 
with each other, but not associated with each yeah, but, other. Meaning, right. who are the owners of the That's 10 I mean. stories of Officially LLCs that or own unofficially. it? Correct. So, yeah, I mean, you to your point, it's like, well, wait a second. How did people have to wait an hour to be verified as a human? And yet scalper bots can exist. Yeah. And they're and all the tickets are already sold or I'm already been able to go over to another website and buy these tickets. And there's the, they've it's got like, like 200 of them. almost like must have a deal them. going on underneath that That's, allows it. You know, I'd heard that a long time ago. It's like that they sell, they sell, you know, uh, like sections, like they sell plots of seats all over there to other people. So it's kind of like subcontracted out. That's bullshit. And I hope that in this investigation, I really hope that they find some of this You're shit out. You're telling me that all of the fraud came from the same lot number of shot, uh, uh, of tickets? Yeah. <laughs> so that reminds me of. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> See if anybody catches that inside joke. <laughs> so yeah, that's all I was talking about with those, those hidden fees. I mean, we and we're getting more and more of those fees. I don't really think that people understand that as soon as the businesses that are like, hey, so the other day, so the other day, a girl had gone to a local bar and said, when did it become normal for a restaurant to charge us an extra fee on if we use a credit card? Well, everybody on there was like this. That's illegal. That's illegal. You need to call somebody. That's illegal. So, but but, they, let, but they've always had to pay the extra for the transaction. So the the business, uh, the business does. does. Yeah. So it's in just, the state of now, Kansas, uh -huh. it is illegal to charge a fee, which was found unconstitutional. So that means it is legal. But here's the here's the irony about it: if you go online to go to the city of Topeka, or you go to pay your property tax. Or you go to pay anything online. Yes. You have to pay the fee to use your credit card. And it's literally illegal right now. Of course, found unconstitutional in our state. But yet our state does what is illegal. And so in 2022, that is something that they're looking at is to rewrite that, to rewrite that law. And so, of course, I showed the guy. I was like, it's unconstitutional. So charge whatever you want. How can the city and the state charge you a convenience fee on a credit card transaction and it be illegal? You so know, evidently you can. So so here's the funny thing. It's like, well, fine, whatever. We'll still get our money back by putting into regular prices. Right. Uh, so so it, it is kind of an odd conversation, right? Like, yeah, but if I'm using a credit card, I shouldn't have to directly pay for it. Right. Okay, fine. And some of the cash people will get to have to subsidize it too. But well, regardless, but, our prices are But right. the new credit card systems actually have cash discounts. So if you get a new processor, like a new a new POS system, you can literally, when they use cash and you hit a cash, it'll discount it and give them and they'll pay less. So yes, because you, you want to incentivize not put, having to pay correct. that fee. So you put the fees in it, and then they get the discount. So yes, you include the fee. So if your hot dog is a dollar, now it's a dollar three or three percent of the dollar. You add that into your price, and then nobody has to see the separate fees. That's what I'm about. I'm not about charging people extra for using something, but I'd have no problem giving them a discount for using cash, which we used to do when it came to gas because the yep, because the, there's no profit in a gas, so it literally costs them more money when you use a credit card. Yep. 
And so, um, so in other words, the profit margin is so small, the credit card uh, cost really turned the profits to practically nil unless you went and got your big gulp. Right. And then if you got your big gulp, because that's a very old sentence. Are there still 7-Elevens? There are still 7-Elevens. Yeah, there are still 11s. But we don't really have them around here. No, no, we don't. We have a lot of 7-Elevens. We have quick shops. Quick shops and quick trips and yeah, and we have Casey's. 7-Elevens. We do have 7-Elevens. I was gonna say I feel like we got some of them, but I've definitely lived in other places where I bet you it's not a really big Probably franchise yeah. anymore. Yeah, I don't know who owns it, but back in the day, the cash and credit card, credit cards were new, so the fees were higher, and so you were you had someone come put the gas in your car, and then you would pay cash or credit, and then they would charge you that price because a person was literally doing it, and then they changed all of the pumps to credit cards and what they realized is instead of hiring someone that's going to process all those the credit cards through they're just going to pay the fees now and let the machine do it and not have to stand in line to to get and it turns out and it turns out that the fees if you look at the total number of fees over an hour's period at the pumps that one person could have stood over is a lot more than what you probably would have paid the person probably yeah (laughs) probably I don't know if it's Depending proportionate the, to the purchase, it's, or is it just probably just proportionate to the transaction, isn't it? Right. Well, per and I'm thinking that I'm thinking that like Quick Shop and all of the bigger names, if you can get under a bigger umbrella, you're gonna have a very low, a very low rate on someone using a credit card. Although Quick Quick Shop, I have Smart Pay, so when I go to Smart Pay, it automatically takes ten cents off, and right now it takes twenty cents off a gallon, and it just uses uh, my checking account. So it doesn't it doesn't go through a credit card; it goes through my bank, literally just ACHs it out of the bank, which there's no fees for that. So they want you to use the. Which they is want so you to confusing, right? Because but they there say are different 20 things. Cents, Twenty cents. There are different cents. things where when you try to set up your your uh, uh, direct checking account for payment, it costs more. So it's very confusing. But so I'm saving, <laughs> but let's think about how much they're paying on a, a credit card transaction. If they're giving me 20 cents off and 10 cents off a gallon a gallon, gallon of gas, think about the fees that I, when I use my credit card that they're paying and they're giving me this discount. And they would re... I always forget this word, not adjust. Uh, it's what insurance people do. I just have the hardest time with this word. Anyway, they would recalculate uh, their risk if you got if more people were using it. Right. If more people were using it, then they're already recovering their, their, they're recovering their costs and they maybe don't give as big of a discount. Like if they had 100% usage to your little discount campaign right. and, or somewhere in between, it would, may not be 20 cents a gallon, but you're making up, you're getting the extra bonus of people who aren't using it. And since they're not using it, then they, they are having the uh, gas station is having the, uh, you know, the extra fees. There. Right. Yep. Yeah. So anyway, we need to watch out for that because as we go forward, we've done multiple episodes on cashless and fees and all that kind of stuff. Um, but I just thought it was kind of funny that they were like, you can't do that in the state of Kansas. And I was like, literally, if I want to use my credit card to pay my property tax, they're going to charge me a percentage on that amount when I use my credit card online. So, yeah, pretty sure. What's good we for can the goose that. is not good for the gander. Yeah, that's what that's what someone said. States can do whatever they want. Nope, they can't break their laws. They, they, they literally can't break their laws. But I found that it was found unconstitutional. So, 
All right, guys. Thank you so much. We're going to end this show. Actuaries. That's one I always forget. Actuaries are the ones who recalculate the risk and the probability and all that. I didn't know you were talking about a person. I thought you were talking about something that they do. Right. All right. I wouldn't have known actuaries either, though. But I was trying to think of a word of, what do they do? Yeah, I did not look it up. It actually came to my brain. I was Your internet's been funky today, so I keep going. My internet is you doing works. Yet? Is your you phone. Doing yet? My phone your is phone. being funky. <laughs> Are you blaming my little Motorola I am blaming your... brick? Uh, <laughs> you know, the bad thing about the Motorola brick is it's its latest model. <laughs> it's the latest model. That's, that's, all, that's the newest thing you're going <laughs> to get. That's the newest thing get. You're going to get Elon Musk's new phone? I didn't. I didn't know uh, he was eligible and wanted to give out his number. What's going on? No, there? no. So Elon Musk, um, Twitter said that they're going to to uh, not Twitter. So iPhone, Apple, and Android said that they're going to remove the Twitter app from their stores. And he said, if you remove the Twitter app, I will just re- release my own phone and my own my own process because evidently he'd already started doing that. And so it's like, so now he's just gonna. I'll just I'll just get my own phone. You know what? S- I, I've said it before, out. but what could be worse than you get? Yeah, it's so obvious. It's like, wait a second. Who are you to suddenly decide and try to make it such a a political thing? Just whether a service is available. Yeah. You don't have to. Didn't we always used to say you don't, don't have, have to, to use, use it. it? No, you don't. Now it's like, no, no, it's no, that's no longer enough. No, we will not make it available but, to even use if you want to use it. But if you get one of his phones, I bet you can talk free to your friends on Mars. Good point, because he knows them and he's and, he, and he's been their neighbors before. Yeah. So we fellow Martians might have free long distance. Exactly. All right, guys. Thank you so much for giving us your time. And we appreciate our listeners, and we're so excited to keep doing the show. Um, go to Facebook, Chemology411, make a comment, uh, leave us a voicemail. Um, if you haven't joined yet, please do. Thank you, Tyson, for helping make Chemology 411 so awesome. Yeah, you're welcome. Let me uh, give you a couple Scales of Truth that are up there here recently. Scales of Truth 052, Pfizer CEO admission. The first time Pfizer uses the tech is when billions are in the crosshairs. Uh, quick round of Truth 100, further thoughts on the Borla interview, who is the CEO of Pfizer. Uh, quick Rain of Truth 101, an appeal to all alternate platforms. Your funding does not have to be that, quote, alternative. And 053, more people I know have heart, have valve problems, what some institutions must know, and more. So a lot of uh, episodes up recently, so check that out. Perfect. All right, guys. Keep taking all of your adventures, and we'll talk to you soon. Thanks. Bye-bye.